It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Lockdown Spurs and the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia of News for San Antonio and Fox 29 San Antonio.com. Uh, I struggled with this yesterday, and I think I put it out there in social media, that I wasn't sure whether or not Lockdown Spurs itself should uh, do a uh, final farewell to Kobe Bryant uh, yesterday at the peak of the morning period following his death. For sure, by now, you all know what happened to the Lakers legend, the NBA legend. And... Part of me said, like, no, you know, a moment of silence would be good. Uh, when I put it on social media, there were some fans saying no. Obviously, Kobe would say no, get out there and grind. Uh, but when the Lakers and the NBA and the Clippers agreed to go ahead and postpone their next matchup uh, for the green process to continue, I thought, okay, that did it for me. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait till today. Uh, why are we discussing a Laker on lockdown Spurs? Because that Laker is connected to San Antonio in so many ways on and off the court. Uh, Kobe Bryant um, brought out the best in the Spurs, and we're going to be talking about that and more. And I know there was a game yesterday. The Spurs dropped uh, one to the Bulls, 110-109, 28-26 record. Uh, we're going to push that away until tomorrow. I think for the Lockdown Network and for the Spurs Zone, this will be the final farewell uh, before we got to forge on. And get on uh, with the NBA life, the Spurs life, but always keep in your mind uh, Kobe Bryant. But I couldn't do it alone. I needed somebody uh, who witnessed Kobe um, during his prime that you Spurs fans were able to witness too at the old Alamo Dome at what was once called the SBC Center and now the ATC Center. So I had to dig deep here and I didn't really have to look far though at the end of the day. Just standing right in front of me was Ticket 760's Hutch. Hutch has been very vocal on social media on his feelings about Kobe Bryant, uh, paying that man a mad respect. So I invited him on. Hutch, welcome to Lockdown Sports. A bit of a somber tone today, but um, I figured we celebrate exactly what Kobe did, not just as a Laker, but what he brought out of San Antonio Spurs. So, Kobe, uh, so uh, Hutch, when you got the word and you found out what happened, I mean, the first initial reaction was like just like, stunned. I mean, was, like, was man, it was just. Uh devastating really i mean 
it's, I mean, not even, I mean, I, I didn't know the guy, but I mean, a lot of yeah. people will t- end up saying just like, look, everybody knew him because yeah. of what he either put your team through mm-hmm. or put, put, you know, somebody else's team through. I mean, everybody knew him. Even people that don't follow basketball knew who he was. So it yeah. was, uh, it was, it was really, really devastating to hear that go down and then the way it went down mm-hmm. and all the confusion afterwards of who was there, who wasn't, uh, how people got a hold of it for the families did. It just, it, it's earth shattering it was and heartbreaking sure. to, uh, yeah. to, to say the least. So it's yeah. just, I mean, I found out I was smoking a cigarette in my driveway. My wife, my, my, I was out there with my wife. My wife was washing her car. And uh, I'm just thumbing through Twitter, and boom, just mm. like that. I was just, man. And then the yeah. rest of the day was just, it was so hard to get through. Even yesterday doing the show was really hard to get through. Yeah, it so, really was. Yeah, man, just earth-shattering. Yeah, it was one of those things where you always remember where you were when you uh, found out and his daughter, and let's not forget the other uh, seven mm-hmm. people involved as well. You know, condolences to their family. Um, right. But for me, you know, I was actually um, finishing up a movie. I was on Hulu, knocked out a movie, one of those movies I got to knock out, finished it. I said, okay, it's time to get ready for the Spurs Raptors game and um, flip on um, the, uh, the old Twitter, as you mentioned, and the internet, and this thing popped up or that. And at first, my initial thought was, oh, maybe his father died? That's what I thought it was. Like, hmm. his, his senior died. No, no, unless he's Kobe Bryant. Um, so, um, initial reaction was stunned. Um, it, but my first thought as well was, wow. As I mentioned in the intro, Hutch, Spurs fans had a front row seat to the peak of his powers. Oh, it was... It was a time where it was frustration because Spurs fans didn't like what he did to San Antonio Spurs on the court. I mean, just busted them up. But at the same time, uh, what a what a way what a way for the city of San Antonio to have witnessed his rise, his greatness, and give the San Antonio Spurs a run for their money. Let's face it, Hutch. In the early two thousands, the Western Conference was dominated by dominated by two teams: Spurs and Lakers. And leading the charge was Kobe, wasn't he, Hutch? Dude, uh, I'd say the the one that I remember the most is probably the 2001 uh, Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. where he just took over in the fourth yep. and just dominated us. Uh, whether it was on defense or on offense, mm-hmm. he just he took over, and we gave him nothing. I mean, he got nothing <laughs> for free. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's it, seeing him dominate like that of course it pisses me off at the time because then oh, he's course, not on my yeah. team and he's doing it to my team so it's just like ah oh, you son of a bitch no uh <laughs> he but now in retrospective uh and even after that game i'm like yeah we didn't deserve that i mean kobe deserved to win that game for the lakers mm-hmm. and uh in even that series and go on it just it, that that's the one that comes back the most to me that and whenever he tore his Achilles or ruptured his Achilles and went back, shot two free throws, made them, and then walked off the court. Yeah. 
Yeah, he definitely uh, was a warrior on that court, and Spurs fans, as mentioned, uh, got to see it all up close and personal. But for me, yeah, it was on the court. It was actually a regular season game uh, where he just dominated from start to finish. Uh, he gave it was like thirty six points. It was also at the height of the Spurs big three era, you know, and just how ant um, he looked on that court. It was actually in San Antonio, and he just busted mm-hmm. on. Spurs, and it, you, you look at who the Spurs had at that time, uh, guys like Bruce Bowen, you know, one of the premier defender, perimeter defenders. They had their battles, you know, and you would look at that final stat sheet, and you're thinking, all right, uh, good old Bowen, he's got him, he's got him on lock, and you say like, okay, Bowen, what, what the hell did you do? Did you do anything? You know, he had hit it with forty something points to make him work. Kobe mm-hmm. got got the job done. The Spurs during their height of the Big Three. They were one of the premier defensive teams. They had Robinson. They had Absolutely. Uh, but yet, they still had no answer. They still could not slow the man down. And whether it yeah, be... Defensively, I think, whenever yeah. that time was going around, uh, defensively, I think um, I think the Spurs and the Detroit Pistons were like one and two defensively yeah. uh, mm-hmm. throughout the league. And they did that for years. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, it just... I don't know. It's 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 going to be even hard to get through this, even if it being like two days after. Right. Just it's, it's heartbreaking, man. I mean, you don't want to see it, especially the way the way it happened and his daughter going with him and everything. Yeah. And just and then all these little tributes that you see coming in and out. And uh, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to watch. It's hard to see. And uh, there there was there was there was one uh, thing that's like I even heard it on on uh, my station mm-hmm. yesterday and it kind of pissed me off that people immediately start bringing up the, the, the rape case. I'm like, are you serious? You can't yeah. let this the like, you can't let his memory go off in a, in a happy manner. You've got to bring out something that he wasn't even convicted of right. that he probably paid her off. So he didn't have to put his family through. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's just there's certain people out there that just need to be able to. And, of course, it's like the 1% you see and yeah, you it hear it and stuff like that. But, I mean, for the most part, it's it's how how good of a dad he was, how good mm-hmm. of a uh, uh, a player he was, uh, how helpful and uh, just enigmatic he was off the court mm-hmm. as well as on the court. Mm-hmm. That uh, that everybody's kind of gathering around, so that that in itself makes me happy. Yeah, exactly. And look, uh, whether it had been the final game he had uh, against the Spurs, uh, and then of course at their peak of the rivalry, because that rivalry, I, I think younger Spurs fans don't understand. And you and I, we, we no, how oh, we intense, yeah. how intense that battle was. It was to the point where a pop. Jackson, you could tell they didn't have any uh, love between each other. Um, the games were rough and tumble. Um, they were nail biters, and uh, a lot of smack talk was thrown out. Kobe was behind that too. He got into Mono's face too. As much as he respected him in the game during the 48 minutes, uh, he got on Mono too, but he also respected him. He was very vocal about his high and admiration for number 20. Uh, but one thing that you brought up, and I, and I saw, I saw it on, on social media on Twitter, um, 
you said something, and I thought it was very poignant. You said, I cannot wait to hug my daughter. Um, it, I, I, I don't have yeah. kids. I, I don't have children. So I, I can only, you know, grasp I just a little. Have the one. Okay. Well, still, nonetheless, that's one more than I have. I have none. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, seeing the daughter also perish um, and her life cut short must have really hit you hard. It, yeah, yeah, it yeah. did. It's uh, it it probably hit harder yeah. than whenever I found out that that Gianna was with him at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and even another. Uh, player that was on that 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 basketball team uh who was also a daughter of Mm -hmm. other people that were on on the copter so yeah it that that hit that that was just devastating uh and i i i called my daughter and told her Mm -hmm. how much i loved her and she's supposed to come down for a doctor appointment on wednesday so which is tomorrow so uh I, i mean as soon as she gets here i'm gonna I'm going to hug her until she can't breathe anymore and (laughs) (laughs) just tell her how much, you know, she means to me and she means to us. And and she probably won't understand it, but it's, I mean, she may, I don't know. Mm -hmm. She's, she's seen my Twitter feed. So she knows all the Kobe stuff I've been putting out. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's that, that's, that's what hits home the most Mm -hmm. is that she she was 13 years old. It's like my daughter's 21. And it's, it just, it just hammers home how much tomorrow may never come Mm -hmm. that you have, you cannot take anything for granted. You have to push yourself to the limit every day, push yourself to, 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 to be a a good person, to help others, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to help yourself. You know, it's that Mamba mentality is going to spread. I mean, if it mm-hmm. and it hadn't like it hadn't already, but it's going to spread even right. more now. That's why they were saying this is like they wanted to cancel like the rest of the games that were in the NBA yeah. uh, that day. And uh, I was sitting there going, no, that's not what he would have wanted. He, yeah. he would want you to play through the pain, play through the grief, get yeah. out there and be the best person that you can, you know. Uh, and, and I thought it was fitting that they didn't cancel any of the other ones and uh, seeing all the other stuff that's, that's coming out now where they're doing a petition to change the logo mm-hmm. to Kobe Bryant's profile instead of uh, uh, Jerry West. Jerry West, yeah. Uh, it's like I'm 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 all for that. I mean, but Jerry, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, the Jerry West logo is iconic, mm-hmm. but there are certain things that you know. There are certain times when change is inevitable, and I mm-hmm. think this is one of those things that happen that could make that change come mm-hmm. and uh and i don't i don't think there's a soul out there that would be against it oh yeah no you're absolutely right um uh, Gobi touched many uh, globally right? so he's not he's not just an american thing you know because nba basketball right well for the most part is america i know there's one in toronto but Canada, right but nevertheless you know he was a global ambassador for the game and um, you know circling back to san antonio and his his tremendous ties uh, to the city, not because he wore the Spurs uniform, but because of, again, the heated rivalry that the two teams had during their prime days. During his last game in San Antonio, one thing that stood out for me was not what he did on the floor, but what he said afterwards. He did, the, you know, what do you expect, you know, tipping his cap to 
the organization to, to, to the big three to pop and everything. But he took time out to thank the Spurs fans. Uh, I'm paraphrasing oh, yeah. here, but he, he said along the lines of thank you for cheering for me. Thank you for, you know, for also bringing out the best in me too. To me, that was a huge move. Uh, here's a guy that was viewed as public enemy number one during that, the Laker rivalry, uh, Spurs rivalry. And yet Spurs fans still had a healthy respect for them. You said it best. You said, you know, you hated, you hated the son of a bitch when he was on the court. You know, he was just busting ass. Right. Spurs. But you, you look, you're like, God, geez, you know, like you, you can't hate him because he's just doing his job. And then some. Judge. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, exactly. I mean, and, and you could see, I mean, there was, there was a whole farewell thing that he was doing like the whole year or the mm-hmm. whole season. Uh, and people were giving him farewell videos here and there and everywhere. But uh, you could tell that the one that the, the farewell video that we had mm-hmm. uh, for him was the one that probably moved him the most besides the one yeah. that the Lakers did. And that that in itself shows how much he respected the organization, the players, uh, the fans in the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, knowing that every time he came in here and he had to play on a weekend game, he was at a Catholic uh, church uh, mm-hmm. on Sunday morning yeah. getting his God on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's I, it, he had so much respect for this city in, in, in general that he made it well known that uh that he he that he loved us and he he mm-hmm. loved us for it he loved the organization for it he loved the players for it uh he he loved all of it whether you know we whether we beat him or whether he beat us either mm-hmm. one it didn't matter there was respect there and you yeah. had to you you had to acknowledge that especially as a fan in uh, one of his final interviews, um, I believe it was with uh, a show called All, um, All the Smoke, um, he actually talked about facing the San Antonio Spurs. And that, you know, I look back, Hutch, and that's actually the last article I did about Kobe Bryant talking about the Spurs, was what he said on that show. Um, wow. In a nutshell, he said, hey, you know, if it wasn't for the Spurs, the Lakers would have ran off 10 titles in their their prime and he defined the spurs as a perfect storm uh he just kept on saying it over and over again like they were just like that huge hurdle that the lakers had their issues with but again even in retirement he's remembering the good old days of that heated rivalry and he called the spurs a perfect storm um what gets me too is this that even you know well i'll get into a little bit of the off the court too stuff in a bit but on the court, even when Shaq left and he departed L.A. and then Kobe remained, Kobe and the Lakers were still an issue for the Spurs because they brought in then, you know, a Laker, Pal Gasol, and they still had battles. But the core, the one threat that was common between those two eras, the Shaq and the Pal Gasol, was Kobe. And even then, he was still giving the Spurs the business, wasn't he, Hutch? No, absolutely. I mean, that was just the kind of person he was. He wasn't going to go out there and just give you something. He yeah. wanted you to work as hard as he was going to work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's, that's what made him the man that he was, you know, it just it, being able to see him on the court, no matter, no matter if you were, you know, booing him because he kept, he, he kept thrashing yeah. us or, yeah, you know, celebrating him because it, dude, just a badass, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it didn't matter. The respect was there. 
And mm-hmm. just it, 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 seeing it was – of watching it, I actually never got to actually see him play live, yeah. which kind of sucks. But I did watch every single game that they played on TV. Mm-hmm. So it's in the whole time I'm just I'm, I'm dropping f bombs at the TV. I'm dropping f bombs at him, but I'm just like, good God, he's so good. I mean, <laughs> even with even with Bowen, uh, like being mm-hmm. able to play as good a defense as he possibly could, he'd still rake off like 35, 40 points or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's and I think at some point Pop was just like, okay, go out there. Kobe's gonna Kobe, so go out there and guard everybody else. Mm-hmm. But Kobe is gonna Kobe. I mean, don't give him anything, but dear God, just make sure that nobody else gets gets any free buckets out of it. That's right. Yeah, and and for somebody like Pop to be able to 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 say to say that, all right, he's gonna he's gonna do what he's gonna do. So just go out there and play the best defense you can is it's phenomenal in itself. So, yeah, I he, mean, he was just such a great player, man. Yeah, he was. Um, and, um, you know, as, as the memories and the, uh, the tributes to him continue, uh, we will do the same in a second. Uh, Hutch and I continue our chat about Kobe Bryant, his diet to the San Antonio Spurs and much more. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. We are back, and I'm joined by Ticket 760's Hutch. Hutch, how can uh, fans follow you on Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, you can catch me at Hutch I Sun. Hutch is in me. I is in the one in your face. Sun is in the one in the sky. Hutch I Sun. Uh, hit me up. I, I'm usually pretty vocal whenever it comes to uh, people talking to me on Twitter. So yeah. uh, if you got a question, please ask. If you got a comment, please say it. If you don't like yep. me, say that too. <laughs> <laughs> we all love you, Hutch. Um, so this is just uh, coming out right now. The uh, Basketball Hall of Fame have uh, decided to forego the formalities of Kobe Bryant getting inducted. Uh, and so he's he's pretty much in. So there's no more formalities. Well, or nothing to like, do. It, so like it wasn't going to happen anyway. Yeah. So they just, you know, did what the obvious was going to happen. But I bring that up because I think if anybody um, – well, let me rephrase that. I, I bring up the whole basketball thing because – a guy that is closely tied to Kobe not getting 10 rings during the decade that was the 2000s is Tim Duncan. Um, Tim Duncan wow. had um, and, and uh, preventing the Lakers, Kobe Bryant, from um, rat- rattling off more than five titles. And Tim Duncan is set to get inducted to the Basketball Hall of Fame 
this summer. And of course, you saw the infamous video uh, the day of, you know, versus Toronto in the AT&T Center. Uh, Timmy's on the uh, bench uh, uh, with a teary-eyed. That's got to hit him hard too, because again, he had, if we were talking about the Spurs fans had a front row seat, well then, then he had courtside seat because he faced against them. That's got to be impactful for Big Timmy, doesn't it, uh, Hutch? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's. I mean, think about it, man. They were the epitome of what the 2000s basketball was really about. <laughs> uh, that's what you wanted to watch. You wanted to watch that rivalry between Timmy and 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 Kobe. And really yeah. take it in, like all, as much as you possibly could. Whether you were at home, whether you were at the game, it it didn't matter. You were on the edge of your seat nonstop because that was what you wanted to see. And mm-hmm. and, and as you said earlier, I mean, Kobe even said they were the reason they didn't rattle ten off, ten ten yeah. straight titles off yeah. was the Spurs, and a big part of that was because of Tim Duncan. Yeah. So it it's it really hurts my heart that I won't be able to see both of those guys walk the stage because you know Timmy's oh, gonna be man. first ballot yeah. too. Yeah. It it really hurts my heart that I can't see both of them walk the stage and yeah. hug it out and 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 make fun of each other and and, and yeah. do what they did on a regular basis throughout mm-hmm. the two thousands. You know, it's that's it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and the whole ceremony, I'm, I'm going to project here that it's also going to be a little bit tough to go through because of what happened uh, to Kobe Bryant. And again, you know, his daughter, and let's not forget, I want to reiterate the other victims and the tragic accident in California. So, but yeah, I mean, Tim Duncan and Tim and Kobe Bryant have also been synonymously linked together because you've seen the debate um, plenty of times. Who would you rather have, uh, Timmy or Kobe? Timmy or Kobe? You know, who was the better player of their of their decade, uh, Timmy or Kobe? The Lakers and Spurs, Timmy and Kobe, Kobe to San Antonio Spurs. If, if there's any team in the NBA uh, and the fan base that really felt the impact, I got to assume it's got to be the Spurs and the Spurs fan base simply because of their history, Hutch. Yeah, I'd say you're right. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, I, man, I can't even I can't even think of who else it would be. Yeah, I can't. Maybe the Mavericks, maybe the closest. Maybe. maybe. No, I, maybe Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. I don't know if Phoenix, well, Phoenix well, had a rough time with them. Yeah. Um, Especially with but, the Nash years and, yeah. Yeah, but but if there if the if there was any two dominant teams in the West during no, the, it was definitely was, the Lakers, yeah. Lakers, Spurs, not yeah. then, without a doubt, without a doubt, that was the best rivalry throughout the uh, uh, the early two thousands. That yeah. it, it just it could not be, uh, it couldn't be topped. Uh, no, I, both I, teams would bring it every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you're getting those younger uh, that that it, rivalry was whew, that was no joke. No, it wasn't. Not at all. And, and you were saying this like people were saying, well, who would you rather have, Kobe or Timmy? I never could answer that question. I'm like, because they, I'm like, they play two separate positions. You've got to have one to have the other. <laughs> so it's yeah. like it, it, being able, the only time we'd be able to see him is uh, play together is in the All-Star game. Yeah. So it was, and, and, and that's become a joke as, you know, it, yeah. but in the, still in the early 2000s, they still actually tried to play the game. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not like today where it's just like, you know, it's if somebody's going to yam it, they're just going to let them do it, you know. Yeah. But it's but they they still played and whenever 
Timmy would, you know, play defense on Kobe, which he did a couple of different times, you know, a couple of different yep. times, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would he would get that rotation, and sometimes he'd get burned, and sometimes he wouldn't. So it's mm-hmm. like you can't. To me, you couldn't have one without the other. You mm-hmm. just couldn't. Yep the 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 Timmy and uh, Kobe uh, were the pretty much the the standard of the NBA uh, during their peak power, which was again like how you mentioned the two thousands and. Uh, you know, again, you know, it's just so, uh, it was just eerie to hear the news and then to find out that one of the legends of the game has passed away and um, he's not here at the age of 41, uh, still young, mm-hmm. uh, no, left behind a uh, wife, uh, I think three other daughters, I believe. He had four daughters or he had three other daughters, yes. Three he had four daughters yeah. total. Deanna, four Deanna daughters. was one of them, so yeah. yeah. And um, so, um, Hearts go out to them as well to the Lakers organization. Um, Absolutely, and of course, you know, you know. By the way, and then classy move on the Spurs, um, you, you know, to begin with the with the Toronto Raptors to begin that twenty four second mm-hmm. shot clock violation. I think Demar Derozan spoke on that, and he actually said that it got started because Nick Nurse um, thought of it and that he came up to. Well, he didn't. He didn't know who's. He was saying that yeah. he didn't know who, oh, who he didn't started know. it or whose idea it was, but he knew Nick Nurse came over and said something to Pop about it. Okay, okay. And uh, everybody, everybody was kind of like, "Yeah, that's that's a damn good idea." Yeah, you know, damn good tribute. And then yeah. right after that, uh, after both of them run the twenty-four second clock out, uh, the ball gets stuck uh, with the shot clock yeah. saying twenty-four right right at the top yeah. of the backboard. Yeah. And uh, the one thing I really liked about it, everybody was saying that that was Kobe's possession. <laughs> so exactly um yeah that was Kobe's position but and then but again you know the Spurs again honoring one of the greatest rivalry uh, rivals that they had in the history franchise history with that again with the help of the, the Raptors and that sent off the uh, firestorm of NBA all their teams uh pretty much duplicated that I think I think another team added the eight second violation to um uh to honor the number eight he wore by the way the, yeah in case y'all it's not obvious the 24 second and the eight second violations because he wore those two jersey numbers during his playing right. days, for those of y'all who are listening in right now, wondering why twenty-four seconds—that's exactly why. Right. Uh, but um, one player that wears silver and black now, who really has been impacted by this, uh, that'd be Demar Derozan. Um, he's made it very, very clear that Kobe Bryant was his idol growing up. That Kobe Bryant and everything he did was based uh, based his game off Kobe Bryant. And you saw the, the 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 video hutch of Pop uh, kind of consoling uh, Demar, and Demar mm-hmm. yesterday versus the Bulls, he ate something on his shoes, pretty much just paying tribute to. Um, and those shoes were fire. I'm not much for shoes, yeah. but those shoes were fire. They were, man. So Hutch, you know, Demar Derozan, it's, it's got to be tough on him yeah. too. Man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it. I mean, you got to think. I mean, for anybody who's ever played against him. Or played with him, it's it's going to be tougher with them, mm-hmm. and there are so many of them that uh, looked up to Kobe as being a mentor or an idol. Uh, uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Demar, especially since he is he is basically taking his game pretty much from Kobe's, whether it be the fadeaway. Um, actually taking that three and hitting it uh, uh, the way that his footwork. Uh, I mean, you could just keep going and going. I mean, he said it best. Whenever they asked him, it was just, what is, what is it? 
what does he mean to you? He said everything. And I believe he said it three times in a row. Uh, it just, it, it, it was, it was everything to him. I mean, him being a father, uh, him being uh, the player that he was, a mentor. Uh, I mean, they were, they were close. So it's, yeah, I, I thought he was going to sit out the game whenever I heard it. Yeah. And, and he didn't, and I, I think I know why he didn't. It. And I think I said it earlier. I was just like he wouldn't have wanted Kobe wouldn't have wanted anybody to do that to to sit out. There. He was like, no, you play through it. That's the Mamba mentality. You play through yeah. it. Kobe's probably in heaven looking down at everybody morning and saying, "Now, what are y'all doing? You know, like get your head out of your butt. Yeah. It works. You know, you guys are yeah. soft." So I mean, when I saw that, that pushed me to. By the way, there was an attempted lockdown spring yesterday. I was gonna do it by myself, but. Uh, you know, everything went to hell and like software, everything was lost the entire recording. Fortunately right. for me, um and thank you, Hutch. You know, Hutch came in the last second and he's willing to come today. So I appreciate you, Hutch. And um but yeah, uh so you know, I think that's exactly what we're gonna do. I think the Spurs of course here on lockdown spur and this is be the final farewell because yeah, you're right. He probably would want us to forge ahead and keep on plowing and keep on grinding. Uh, to be better. When we get back, right. I'm going to uh, give our final thoughts on Kobe Bryant. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back and I'm joined by Ticket 760's Hutch. Hutch, uh, you gave out your Twitter handle a little while ago, but um, you also do some uh, great work on Ticket 760 at a few shows, is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, Monday through Friday morning, 6 to 9. I'm on the Mike Taylor Show, which is actually moving to the afternoons. Uh, and currently, I won't be on it. So I will, come February 3rd, I will be on the Chris Duell Show, which will be in the morning from 6 to 9 uh, on Ticket 760 here in San Antonio. And then I also do the Blue Collar Sports Dad on Sunday from 10 to 12. Uh, you can find that here, right there on Ticket 760 as well. There you go. Tune in. Uh, listen to Hutch. And uh, the host of the shows, and you cannot go wrong with everything under the sun when it comes to San Antonio, local, national sports. It's all there for you. Uh, Hutch, as we put a uh, lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, uh, I'm going to give you the floor. Um, uh, your final farewell to Kobe Bryant. Uh, man, it's so hard to do, so hard to say. It is, yeah. um, that it's uh, my main thing would be to take the, I mean, a lot of people will be out there. It's like, I didn't know the guy. And it was like, yeah, well, if you ever saw him play or you ever heard him speak, yeah, you, you knew the guy. And that's, that's what he wanted. That's, that's what he wanted. He wanted to be known. Uh, he wanted you to feel the words that were coming out of his mouth. He wanted you to feel every possession that he had on the court. Uh, that was, his Mamba mentality. Uh, so take what you have learned from him. 
I mean, was he flawless? Absolutely not. I mean, he's human being, just like everybody else was. Mm-hmm. So I would take what you've learned from him, whether it be what you've heard him say, uh, what you've heard or seen him do, take that and apply it to some part of your some part of your life. Go out there and make either somebody else's life better or make your life better, mainly make your life better. Do the thing that you love and work your ass off to be the best that you possibly can be at it. And while you're at it, work your ass off to be the best person you possibly can can be. Because if there's anything that this tells you is that tomorrow's never a given. It's it's not you, you don't ever know if you're going to get there. So you have to make every day count. And that's what that's what he would want you to want you to do. I concur. Um, I could have said a better uh, what you just said right now. Um, that mentality of just striving to be the best as you can, you know, um, brought that out of the San Antonio Spurs on the court. You really did properly scheme to try to slow him down. And, you brought, and that created a great rivalry and a great product. And you know, that Spurs Lakers uh, games back in the day, they were must see TV series, they were must see series. And you got to bring it to your life, must see life. Um, you got to show your family, like I don't have kids, uh, but you know, I do have parents and sister, you know, so I got to give them a must see life and their brother and their son. And um, it was tragic. It was sad. I know. I, I was fortunate enough to see Kobe play, um, you know, during game. I mean, that was before my media days at the old Alamo Dome and the SPC Center. And it was a sight to see. I think I was there for a night where he dropped 45 on the Spurs. I seen him out and saying, what is he doing with Spurs? Where's your defense? But then I remember <laughs> leaving, the, leaving the arena and with my father, and we're talking about the game, and then kind of that moment of silence, and then he says, so my dad tells him, he goes, hey, guy can play, can he? And I'm like, yeah, can he? Did you see that movie did in the baseline? He started celebrating what he did on the court. So um, all in all, you know, it's a sad day in the NBA. Uh, the grieving process is just beginning. But we want to hear from you. Uh, Hutch told you where you can find him and listen to him. Uh, you can talk to me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Speaking of Spurs Zone, News for San Antonio, Fox Everything under the sun from this episode of Lockdown Spurs to how the kids are doing up in Austin with the Austin Spurs. And by the way, they dropped another game, but go check out what happened as far as the development of them. And um, of course, what else is going on with your San Antonio all there on the Spurs zone? Uh, Hutch, thank you for stopping by. I know it was kind of a, eh, kind of a, kind of a tough one to get through with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it it is. But yeah. at the same time, man, it's always a pleasure, man. I love coming on this show. I appreciate no you giving me the platform to do it. Yeah, not a problem, man. I appreciate you coming on, too, and helping me out. Um, this, see, it was meant to be, too. See, all my software uh, cracked out yesterday. Boom, you appeared. You're like, hey, I can do it. I'm like, hey, well, boom, there we go. Two heads are better than one. Um, but with that, uh, <laughs> Ticket 760's Hutch, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.